Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. We're so glad to have you with us here this evening on Ask Herbal Health Expert Susan Weed, a two-hour radio show each Tuesday night. Herbal medicine is people's medicine, simple, safe, effective. Please bring your curiosity and health questions. Susan will enlighten, surprise, and delight you. I know most of you know Susan Weed already. She's my mom, so I know her. But for those of you who have not yet met Susan, I'd like to share she is the author of the Wise Woman Herbal Series, five wonderful books on women's health and herbal medicine, including Wise Woman Herbal for the Childbearing Year, Breast Cancer Breast Health! Exclamation Point, The Wise Woman Way, Healing Wise, The Wise Woman Herbal, New Menopausal Years, The Wise Woman Way, and Susan's latest book, Down There, Sexual and Reproductive Health, The Wise Woman Way. In addition to being the editor at Ashtree Publishing and writing her books, Susan is the director of the Wise Woman Center in Woodstock, New York. The Wise Woman Center is open to the public on appointment-only basis. She offers weekend workshops, intensives, and apprenticeships throughout the season. Susan is also available to you online via wisewomanmentor.com. There you can go and view her weekly e-zine. You can subscribe to receive a notification via email each week, or you could join her mentorship program. Susan also offers distance learning correspondence courses and online courses at the Wise Woman University. But you can also just go to her website, susanweed.com, where you will find thousands of pages online with recipes, articles, art features, and so much more. Well, for now, let's see what Susan has to share with us this evening. Thank you, and welcome, Susan. Thank you, Justine, and welcome, Rebecca. Did you find me? I found you. You're here. <laughs> we're on. Yay, we're on the air. Hey. <laughs> I'm calling for my cell phone tonight too because I'm having some internet issues at my new house, and so I'm over at a friend's house, and yeah, making it work. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. So it sounds like we're getting beeps and bobbles, and I hope that's okay with everybody. We do apologize. There seem to be some communication issues. We've seen trucks all up and down our road working, and. Our landlines aren't working, and it's okay. You know, we have options. I really want to um, thank. I really want to thank Justine. You know, Justine introduces the show for us, 
every week. And Justine works tirelessly behind the scenes so that things flow together and are held together and that new things keep appearing. It was Justine who took the um, consultations that I did on Tuesday evenings by people calling my house, which, as she said, evaporated into thin air and turned them into a blog talk show. And she turned them into a blog talk show because of our friend Susie Mazzoni, the homeopath who was using that format. And thank you, Justine, because this blog talk show has touched so many people. It really seems to me like over half of the people that I meet say, oh, I listened to your blog talk show. So, wow. And Justine, yeah. yeah, Justine, you know, started me on doing video courses at Teachable. She started doing videos way back, way back, you know, more than a dozen years ago and started a YouTube channel for us. So I also really want to thank her for that because the people, many of the people who do listen to the blog talk show and people who don't, they watch the YouTubes, and they really enjoy watching me and watching Monica Jean, and it's Justine behind the camera who's taking all those videos, and not just taking them, but we all know, come on, we're grown-ups, the post-production work takes up a lot, lot, lot more time than the production does, so she does all that post-production work too, and then, you know, parlayed that into these great courses for Teachable.com, as we swing past the equinox here and it gets noticeably darker, noticeably faster during the day. We start to think about um, the annual shift as my family goes to Costa Rica for the winter. And that also means that they come back at some time in the winter and Justine and I and Monica Jean do a video course for Teachable.com. So, we were talking about what that should be. So I really want to thank and praise Justine for all, all of the work that she does, because I think people often don't see it. She and I um, just finished finalizing the cover for Abundantly Well. We're really happy with it. And I have now graduated the year's last apprentice. She is apprentice number 316 who graduated this morning after spending 15 weeks here. How wonderful. Wow. And so now I get to work on the book. At Moon Lodge the other night, I sounded like a chicken. I said, book, 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 book. So hooray, hooray. One thing that I still do need to do and cannot 100% focus on the book and want to do is that Justine has also started a new course at Teachable, which is um, gives you herbal tips and hints and recipes and videos and all kinds of fun things on a, a monthly subscription basis. And we want to do a lot more videos. We've already done quite a lot over the spring and summer, but we really want to catch all of the fall things. And so October is going to be a great month for us to go out and do a lot of things 
together. As a matter of fact, I harvested some yellow dock roots and all and some dandelion roots and all the other day for working over at Justine's on video for that new course. And before I'm done and ask you what's up with you, let me also say that in an hour and a half, Sherry Edwards is going to be here to talk to us about vocal profiling and bioacoustic biology. And if you're going, huh, then you definitely need to stick around or come back at 9 o'clock to hear what Sherry Edwards has to say about we, the people, taking charge of our own health using a brand new paradigm that she is pioneering. Let's see, last time I talked to you, you were moving. Are you moved? Yeah, we got all of our stuff in uh, last night with the exception of two items that are still at the old, the old house, but it's been quite the process, yeah. Woo-hoo! Wow. Um, it's been a really intense week, actually, but, um, yeah, we're we're making it through, so... Um, yeah, I just wanted to also say, in reflection of the Justine, that I was so happy when I saw all of the stuff that you, uh, she started offering of yours online, you know, like years ago, and like seeing what those YouTubes were up and everything, and like just having access to your teachings, you know, for free, and like just all of the information that's online is such an amazing resource, and yeah, yeah, thank you so much to Justine, it's, and I think everybody else can agree that it's, uh, you know, like you can always look up the key words and it's like so much information that you have on there. So, yeah, I know how much Justine puts into it. She like puts her whole self into it. She really does. So much yeah. appreciation. Um, and, you know, she works kind of alone. I write alone, it's true, but I go out and teach so I get all that, oh, we love you, we love you. Whereas she doesn't go out so much to, to you know, and hear directly from the people that she touches how very, very important her work is. Yeah, and I mean, starting this blog talk show, I feel so honored to be a part of it. You know, it's like so amazing, such an amazing resource too. So thanks, Justine. <laughs> Yay, Justine. <laughs> yeah, five years this year we've been on here together too, so lots of information out well, there. Five years. Yes, we did start about this time late, late in the uh, gathering dark, but close to the Witch's New Year, right? The Witch's mm-hmm. Year starts at the beginning of November. Yeah, yeah, and you can really feel those veils getting thinner right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, I thought we have. Um, Go ahead. See. We have we have three people with questions right now. If you have a question for Susan, make sure to press one. To put your call in the queue. But uh, yeah. I was just going to say, yesterday I witnessed um, a really a fatal car accident, and that was like really shook up my my nervous system. And um, yeah, I was just really close to where I was, and like one of my friends was standing in the street when it happened, and um, we were all getting ready to leave our house, and um, yeah, it just shook us up to our core. So, and then as it turns out, the person that passed away is. Um, the person whose house I am at right now is one of her good friends from back 
way back in the day. And um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just, it was such an odd, crazy thing to happen. And Yes. Yes, I think I must have. I think I must have mentioned last Tuesday the driver who brought Yvette and I home from the airport. Yes, did I talk about it? Right. Him? Yeah. And his and his message, which is there, you know, at at first, you know, it seems like a very grim message. There is more no tomorrow, but what he really means is live, live today. Really take it in, take in how amazing and sacred and special it is because the only person in charge of the specialness knob is you. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, I just felt like count your blessings because that was just like so close, you know, and just so, yeah, so intense and... And yeah. I hope you put your I hope you put your bare hands in the earth. And if you haven't, it's not too late. Yeah, I've been working with plants all day today, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I mean yeah. very specifically, plant that charge back in the earth. That okay. charge that went into your nervous system from that accident. Mm-hmm. Plant that back into the earth directly and specifically so that it's not in your nervous system anymore. It's very big for your nervous system. It's not too big for the earth. Mm, okay, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I appreciate that. I wanted to hear what you had to say, so, okay. Yeah. All right, well, let's go to the first caller in queue, and that caller is coming from the 972 area code. Jenny in Dallas, Texas, and um, I have a little um, sort of a long story. I'll try to keep it as brief as possible. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, my age is 81, and recently I was, I'm sorry, I'm going to choke up. <laughs> uh, recently I was tested uh, for blood and what we thought was blood in my urine when I was urinating. And I thought I had a bladder infection, and this was back in the summer a couple of months ago. And um, I, so I went to my internist and also my urogynecologist, and they both tested urine. They came to the conclusion that it was not a bladder infection at all, but a condition of thinning of the um, vaginal tissue. And that the blood was coming from your vagina, not from your bladder. Uh, that's correct, yes. Okay. And so, therefore, they both uh, prescribed um, uh, a form of Primarin. I, actually, I got some free tubes of Primarin from my internist. And um, I believe that the two times I've tried it, I, I spaced it. I tried it, and I felt like I had a reaction so I tried it a week or two later, and I had another reaction. So it brought back this old memory of when I was four after menopause, but um, my doctor had prescribed Primarin and estrogen. This, which had to be surgically removed in the hospital. 
I'm sorry, I didn't, what had to be removed? Uh, two cysts in the, um, the vagina. I had to be removed. You, you, after you had used Primarin and another estrogen concurrently, for how long? Um, well, the doctor wanted me to take it for a long time. And I had heard some strange things about it. I went to a, right after menopause, I went to a group meeting about menopause and the, like, well, the dangers and the good things about taking those, um, those products. And so I was always hesitant. And so I told the doctor I'd rather not. And um, he insisted. So I, t- I got it prescribed. I took it home. I in the drawer for a few months until I went back to him, and he asked me about it, and I said, well, I I just was afraid to do it. And he said, no, you must, at least for a while, to protect yourself. So I did, and that's when to I... To protect I yourself? Me. Wait a second. To protect yourself against what? Against, against him? Um, anything, against cancer. I was afraid of it. <laughs> and, and it, so doesn't then, protect, it doesn't protect against cancer. It doesn't protect against osteoporosis. It doesn't protect against heart attacks. It doesn't does protect it do? you against anything. What does it do? It makes money for doctors. Okay. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, so anyway, as really, a consequence, you know, these two cysts that had so to be surgically removed, and I'm really very cautious now about taking Primarin or estrogen. And my little yeah. story's not over here yet. So Primarin is estrogen, isn't it? Uh, yeah. The last I looked, Premarin is estrogen. It is, but there were two different things that he gave me. And um, okay, so okay, so there are two different forms of estrogen. Yes, I believe so. A and, clinical tri- a clinical trial assigned twenty seven thousand women ages fifty to seventy to receive oral estrogen plus progestin. It doesn't sound like you were taking progestin. Estrogen alone, which you were taking, or a placebo for five to seven years. There were widely publicized concerns that the hormones could increase the risk of stroke and blood clot, and especially if taken for more than five years, breast cancer. Um, They followed the participants for 18 years and have now concluded that the use of hormone therapy for under those number of years, for under seven years, is not associated with increased or decreased mortality rates. Okay. The new study focused on all-cause mortality as well as death rates from cardiovascular disease, all cancer, and all major illnesses. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, So the latest study has found that there's no health benefit, but there's probably no health detriment either. What I was asking you was a more pointed question. You were telling me about a supposed cause and effect, and I am very reluctant to ascribe cause and effect to anything without some real studies. For instance, someone wrote it. Someone wrote into a magazine and said, "I drank a cup of oat straw tea, and then I had a heart attack." You should warn people. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? 
<laughs> well, you I'm, don't I'm think you for a heart attack. And what I was asking you was, you started taking two kinds of estrogen, and then you had vaginal cysts, which you chose to have removed surgically. They didn't have to, and you didn't have to take those hormones either. I want to remind you. If a doctor if a doctor strong arms us, what would you do if you were buying a car and the salesman said you have to buy this car? Well, of course I wouldn't unless I feel like I need it and it's the right car. <laughs> That's right. Why on earth do people let doctors boss them around? Yes, I I agree. I was young and now I know better because I'm not learning. I'm really uh, very cautious in letting this, um, these two doctors now um, have me take this new form of estrogen. It's called um, Mdexi. It was just um, it just came out in July, and she convinced me. I'm not take. I, I I have it, but I didn't take it yet. The newer a drug is, the more likely it is to have very bad side effects. Oh, my. Well, she says it's a milder form. It's called Invexi, I-M-V-E-X-X-I. The newer the drug is, the more likely it is to have side effects. And the newer the drug is, the less it's been studied. The results I gave you don't have anything to do with that drug, do they? Right. Right. So. Here's the real take-home point okay. for, for vaginal dryness. Post-menopause mm-hmm. or at any time, there are a huge variety of things that can be done. And if you are at the state already of vaginal bleeding because of it, topical estrogen cream applied vaginally is a good start. Well, these are vaginal. They're not oral. They're, I'm sorry. I guess I didn't make that clear. But they are. Creams. Well, you didn't say that. You didn't say that at all. Primarin is not uh, vaginal. Primarin is oral. Uh, well, this I have Primarin cream. That's what okay. I use. All right. So I still do not think that the cysts in your vagina are directly related to this. Oh, okay. And then the new thing, the infection. And estrogen used topically in the vagina, so far as we know, does not circulate in the body. Mm. The vagina and the uterus appear to have a somewhat separated out immune system, which makes a lot of sense because that part of the body has to accept a fetus which is not tissue of that body as tissue of that body, right? Right. So we think that that means that the immune system, if it's part of the whole immune system, operates differently, or there might be a different immune system. But we certainly know, and we have plenty of proof, that those vaginal hormones pretty much stay in the vagina. Now, after that, there's a lot of things that you can do. What does your yogurt consumption look like? Well, now that's a problem because I have um, candida, candida albicans, and I was told not to do Everybody has candida albicans. That's like saying you have hair on your legs. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, the thing Everybody is, has candida albicans. Are you in the hands of a quack? Um. 
Um, Some quack told you that you have an overgrowth of candida and have to be treated for it? Oh, many years ago. And it's selling you expensive supplements? I try to live um, without yeast and sugar and wheat and dairy. Oh, that is just so terrible. You're ruining your health. Well, I'm allergic to them. Awful things to do, especially at your age. Yeah, I know. They make me break out. I'm telling you the truth. You can, do whatever, you can do whatever you want, but I'm telling you that dairy products are one of the most critical necessities for you to have a healthy vagina. Mm-hmm. So your choice, estrogen cream or yogurt. Okay. Find a way to get square with your mother and start consuming dairy products because Dairy products that make us sick mean that we are sick of our mother, that we don't have a good relationship with our mother. That's what dairy is about. Dairy is about mother, isn't it? Yes. And any physical reaction to dairy is a physical reaction to our own mother. Time to do some work on this. Mm -hmm. Time to get this taken care of rather than destroy your health. Now, if you're not eating dairy products, there is one thing that you should never do, and that is to use anything as a substitute. Okay. In other words, if you're not going to consume milk, don't use fake milks, like fake rice milk or fake almond milk or fake oat milk or fake any of those, because they all contain calcium supplements, and calcium supplements double the risk of broken bones. Really? Yes. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Are you drinking nourishing herbal infusions right now? I'm sorry. Would you repeat that? One of, yes. One of the things that I talk about a lot mm-hmm. that I find extremely helpful to keep all of the parts of ourselves really healthy are infusions of herbs. They're teas, which are brewed overnight, not, with, not on the heat. They're just in a jar, allowed to steep overnight. You mm-hmm. can find out more about them in my books, at my YouTubes, at teachable.com, where there's a course about them. And mm-hmm. nourishing herbal infusions. Well, here's what one woman said to me. She said, you know, Susan, when I got to menopause, my libido, it went on vacation. Mm-hmm. She said, and then, she said, then after menopause, down there, it was so dry. It was, it was like a, a, a desert with sand dunes and camels. Mm-hmm. She said, and then somebody gave me a copy of your book, New Menopausal Gears, The Wise Woman Way. She said, and I started reading. And I was reading about oat straw, and I said, now that oat straw infusion, that's for me. So she started making oat straw infusion. She weighed out one ounce of dried oat straw, put it in a quart jar, filled it to the top with boiling water, put a lid on it, and let it sit overnight. And then she strained it and drank it. And she said that within less than six weeks, her libido had come home with company. And that down there was an oasis with date palms and dancing girls. I quote her. <laughs> that's funny. Well, Isn't that's, it, though? Yeah, so, that's very nice, to, nice so, story. 
First aid is estrogen cream. Nothing to worry about. Second aid, and better long term, is yogurt. But the real thing that we want for real health is nourishing herbal infusions. They're not going to act as fast as the estrogen or as fast as the yogurt. And that's why I don't mention them first. But once you start to get into the habit of drinking nourishing herbal infusions, I drink a quart of nourishing herbal infusion each day. It is, in fact, the only thing that I generally drink. I don't drink water, and I don't drink fruit juice, and I don't drink alcohol. Occasionally, I have some tea. Mm-hmm. What kind of tea? I have green tea or matcha, which is powdered green tea, or varieties of black tea like Earl Grey or Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Okay. But basically, um, what I am drinking is nourishing herbal infusions. All right. And other people that have taken me up on that say that it has changed their health so dramatically. Oh, wonderful. So I can share that with you as well as sharing various places that you can learn more about the infusions. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to know more. You can just go right ahead and start using them. All right. Just just from what we've discussed right now. Yes. Okay. And safe and it's safe to use any of the nourishing herbal infusions, including oat straw, right along with any drug you're taking. Or any okay. Drug well, I'm using. I'm not taking any drugs. Um, and and this new thing that they wanted me to take called Invexi that just came out in July. That's a suppository. So should I not take that? I think the word I think the word I think the word take is misleading. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> and you are still asking me as a, as an expert what to do, and you are still letting the doctors as experts tell you what to do. And yes. what I want you to do is to make a decision for yourself, yes, not yes. based on fear. Mm-hmm. But based on actual facts, are you willing to start eating yogurt? If not, use some estrogen cream that has been in use already for 20 or 25 years, not a new one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Okay. Whenever we're going to take a drug, we never want to be the guinea pigs taking the first drug because in order to get on the market – the drug may have only been tested on a couple thousand people. Mm-hmm. I wondered about that, too. You know, I'm, I'm very cautious. As I say, I'm not taking it. It arrived in the mail, and it's sitting in a drawer. <laughs> so, again, I urge you not to use the word take. You're not mm-hmm. taking okay. it. You're applying yeah. it, right? Right. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Not take it. It's a suppository. Right. You're applying it. You're inserting it, but you're not Taking it. it. That's why I thought you were taking estrogen, because you kept telling me you were taking estrogen. 
sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that word. Okay. It's not that you shouldn't have said it. It's that it is inaccurate, yes? You can say anything you want to, and if you want to portray yourself inaccurately, I am helpless to change that. Yes, I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize to me. It's you who bear the brunt of how you put yourself out in the world. Correct, yes. Well, Susan, thank you so much for your help, and I don't want to take all the time. Some other people are waiting. All right, then. Green blessings. Thanks for calling. Good night. Okay. Thank you, Susan. Good night. Our next caller is coming from the 626 area code. Hello. Hi. Hi. Yay. I'm so happy. Um, And I loved the introduction of the show because I was thinking all day how grateful I am that – so much of your wisdom is available for free and from distance since I can't come out and work with you at this time. Um, so, yes, lots of gratitude for that. Um, gratitude to Justine, the behind-the-scenes yeah. woman who does yeah. so much. Yeah, all of you. Um, so, I... Um, I am eight and a half weeks pregnant. I have a nearly four-year-old son. Um, I had two miscarriages um, in between, and that, you know, I, in the long run, ended up being um, quite grateful for. Um, and um, But I'm very pleased about this pregnancy. And um, I've been take, I've been you know using the um, doing the nourishing herbal infusions daily for almost a year, um, which I think helped get pregnant um, easily this time. And um, my husband is taking them, and he's the healthiest he's ever been. And um, I'm still pretty new to all of this, but I'm absolutely in love with you know goddess and plants and life and um it's great so um my question for you is i have um extreme histamine responses um when i have a mosquito bite i get a huge itchy welt but also which is much more unusual um my whole life like when i've done cardio activity um gone on long walks i start to like have a burning itching sensation and, you know, when I tried to kind of just push power through that, it would actually lead to highs. Um, and in my 30s, I finally had a doctor that didn't think I was insane and knew what it was. And so then in order to do like African dance or something, I would take a Claritin. Um, but when I was pregnant with my son with all the extra blood in my body, even just, at, you know, towards the end, like walking around the block would cause me to itch. Um, and so I wanted to ask if you had, you know, in, in your childbearing year book, you at one point talk about avoiding antihistamines. And I wanted to know if there were any, like, herbal tincture. You know, I, ha- I love nettle. I have nettle every other day um, as, you know, an infusion. But are there any other um, tinctures or things that I could use? Because I'm, like, going to go to New York in a couple weeks and be walking everywhere. And it's really uncomfortable um, if I don't take an antihistamine. I I quite understand. There is an herb in the carrot family 
popularly known as OSHA. O-S-H-A, OSHA. OSHA root is the part that is usually used. Botanically, it's Ligusticum porteri, a nod to porter, mm-hmm. who discovered it. And uh, Ligusticum porteri is um, very sweet-smelling. It smells a lot like Angelica or Donquine. In that mm. way, you can really tell that it's a root with a huge amount of power in it. Mm. It it grows in where I know it at elevations over 8,000 feet. As a matter of fact, last time I was in Boulder, a student there came and said, I found OSHA growing at 7,950 feet. <laughs> yeah. 8, well, feet. and yeah, I, right. I heard you the other week talk about then, you know, not using drugs like that very often because they're clear because they're growing away from people. Exactly. Well, we don't yeah. want to use plants like that very much. However, that very much can sometimes be spread over a great number of us. Right. So uh, you, neither you nor I are suggesting that you take OSHA on a regular basis. Right, We're suggesting at all, yeah. that at a time when you might take a drug, which you'd rather not take since you're pregnant, that you could use right. your OSHA instead. That seems to me to be pretty respectful. Right. Right. Even if it means that you use it three or four times a day, for the time you spend in the city, which is going to be how long? Right, five days. Right, not that long. Yeah. Right, because, I, I mean, I don't, my my friend jokes, she's just like, I think, you know, God has gave you this because if you would have been able to go start going on hikes when you were a teenager, we would have never seen you again. Like, you would have just been gone in the woods. So I've, like, always, you know, been kept close by by this um so. so the doc so did the doctors discover that there was a particular reason for your histamine reactions no no in fact you know i mean it, no. it even as a kid in, in the i finally had a doctor you know who was like i actually have this <laughs> and just take a claritin you know when you're going to exercise and it's fine and so then i used to do that once a week for my after you know, i used to do african dance which you know, nothing's cardio like African dance, and um, and it you know was such a blessing and changed my life. But then I had to stop when I was pregnant um, with my son, and um, yeah. So it's really just. But I just was thinking about that that discomfort, and um, so OSHA root would be perfectly safe to to use. You know, at around nine, ten weeks of pregnancy, and just use for a few days. There's nothing in life that's perfectly safe. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah. I certainly yeah. am not going to swear that anything is perfectly safe. Right. Because in the carrot family, there are poisonous plants in the carrot family. But in mm-hmm. general, those that we use medicinally and those that we eat like carrot and parsnip and parsley right. and fennel and caraway and yeah. dill and, you know. Yeah. Um, and we tend to mm-hmm. think of them as being okay. Nobody would say, don't eat right. fennel, you're pregnant. Right. So so it's pro- it, it's got a really strong likelihood of being okay. 
Okay. Are you a special case? Of course you're a special case. You just told us you're a special case. <laughs> We're all so special. I know. <laughs> we are all so special, but each one of us exhibits that specialness in somewhat different ways. Yeah. Yeah. So just just as a f- further along with this, um, one of the really interesting things we can always do is to ask ourselves, what's the problem with the problem? What's the problem right. with having this happen? And then see if we can rephrase those answers in the voice of power. So if the problem with having this happen is you can't go on long walks, right. then the voice of power says, I don't want to go on long walks. I want to right. sit with my feet up. And rather than dismiss that voice as unworthy of us, I believe that, that we are multi-souled. And this is hmm. a notion of the, uh, the Iroquois people, the people of Turtle Island, of the northeast part of the Turtle Island. They say in order to be human, you have to have many souls. Hmm. And so this seems very true to me. And that what we often do, and our culture very much encourages us, to sort through our souls and choose one or two of them that we're going to feed and the rest of them we throw in the dungeon. Right. Totally. Right? Like the one who says, I don't want to exercise. I don't want to go on rocks. I just want to sit here. Bring me bonbons. Right. <laughs> so right, if we can find... the one who wants exercise and then feels guilty that I can't. Yeah. Right. Right. So, no, see, the one who says, I want, I want to exercise, but I can't, so now I feel guilty, that, I'm, I'm sorry, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross was very, very fierce with this. Blame, shame, mm-hmm. and guilt, not allowed. Right. Not allowed. Not allowed. Right. Anytime right. we would blame, shame, or guilt, she would say, not allowed. Right. That would be the no only question. Not allowed. That's not allowed. That, that's, that's just <laughs> not allowed. The end. You're hearing guilt. You're hearing shame. You're hearing blame. You say to yourself, "Not allowed." Yeah. Not allowed. Whatever is right. next. Getting much that better. Part that part is yeah. the part that that part is the part that doesn't want to exercise. The only way you'll even acknowledge it is if it puts on a guilt mask. Hmm. Hmm. It can't be. It's really groovy, sexy. Bring me bonbon self because you <laughs> are insisting that it has to be guilty. Mm-hmm. So I am certainly not saying give yourself over to the bonbon girl. What right. I'm saying is give her her 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> Yeah, acknowledge how she's she's helped me with other things for sure. No, don't just acknowledge. Create a space at the table for her. How are you going to feed mm. her? How are you going to nourish her on a regular, consistent basis? Not just yeah, there you are, screw off. Hmm. But there you are, welcome. You have a place at my table. I honor you. Hmm. So I noticed that in many of my relationships, people were telling me what to do, and I hate to be told what to do, and so my relationship would soon end with the person who was telling me what to do. And I said to myself, why does this keep happening? And I said, well, why, you know, ha, 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 there's so many reasons to why, but at least you could ask yourself, um, what's with being told what to do and not being told what to do? 
Mm-hmm. And as I asked myself about that, I was able to find the part of myself that wants to be told what to do. Right. And to invite it to the table. And the way mm-hmm. I take care of that part of myself is that I have a yoga class once a week, and I do exactly what I'm told in yoga class. Mm. And I have a singing lesson once a week, and I do exactly what I am told to yeah. do in singing lessons. Yeah. And so I do that to acknowledge and feed the part of myself that wants to be told what to do, that doesn't want to make decisions for itself. Mm. And by doing that, it doesn't need to take over my life. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Um, I know you are that, so welcome. Yeah, I know that. Um, so with the mosquitoes this summer, actually, you know, I started gardening only about two and a half years ago, and I fell down the rabbit hole, and I've loved every minute. And um, this summer, there's I live in Los Angeles, and there's a new kind of mosquito um, that is now here, and especially in my yard. And it doesn't matter how cool it is, what time of day, um, I get devoured. Um, and then all of the, you know, um, all of the non-deet kind of natural bug repellents are filled with essential oils um, and, um, and don't work. Um, and even things, salves, you know, to try to help the swelling go down and the itch go away, all, most of the ones I've found are filled with essential oils too. Do you have a suggestion for an oil, like mullein oil, or what, what would you, what can I try for, because I've kind of given up even on the repellent, um, and then, um, but what I could try for soothing bites before they get too big and itchy. The U.S. Army has found that tincture of the flowering top of either yarrow or catnip is as effective as D-E-E-T in repelling all biting insects, including mosquitoes and ticks. Hmm. We rely we rely on it pretty much exclusively. Every apprentice, whether here for a Green Goddess Week or here for 15 weeks like Colleen was, receives hmm. a spray bottle <laughs> of yarrow tincture to use as their insect repellent while they yeah. are here. And the those that continue to stay in touch, which is most of the graduated apprentices, um, yeah. say that they would never use anything else now. Yeah. Okay. That that it's so effective, and it smells so good, and there's no essential oil, and you spray the tincture directly on it. Both catnip and yarrow are quite easy to find catnip. It's still throughout most of the U.S. You can still harvest flowering catnip right now mm. to make a tincture, yeah. which will, will be ready. The other thing I usually ask people who have very extreme histamine reactions is to eliminate, if possible, all sources of pepper from their diet. Hmm. Yeah, I really only use a little black cracked pepper, but I don't have any chilies anymore because I had a history of ulcerative colitis and just through, you know, diet and, um, you know, that's been... Um, no issue, but that's also you may, a big part. You may yeah. be surprised at how 
much impact removing that little bit of black pepper head. Okay. Okay. I, I'm happy to try that. Right. Linden is a wonderful anti-inflammatory, as is comfrey. Are you doing the rebrew on Linden and comfrey? No, and actually I wanted to, ch- to, to actually thank you for reminding me. So I've been, since I've been, pre- I was doing all of them, and then since I was pregnant, I've been doing um, nettle, oat straw, raspberry leaf, red clover, and I wanted to, to check, um, because I don't remember Linden being mentioned in um, the uh, childbearing years. So would you suggest me adding that back into my rotation? Very much so. Okay. And I, I personally don't do raspberry infusion. Okay. There's no reason to do raspberry infusion. If you want to have some raspberry tea now and then, that should be good enough. Okay. So keep the, um, and keep the clover. But, but both, the, both the comfrey and the linden are probably the most important plants to be drinking as infusion, especially if you have extreme histamine responses and if you're older than 30 and pregnant. Yeah, I'm 39. Okay, Linden Comfrey. Okay. So you make the Comfrey infusion one ounce of dried Comfrey. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, did I lose you? Oh, no, did I lose you? Hello. Sorry about that. It looks like, Scott, are you there? Can you hear me? Oh, I am. Yes. Okay, sorry. Susan's call dropped. Let's see if we can get her back oh, on okay. here. Okay. Let's see. Um, Yeah, she doesn't get the best cell phone reception out of their house. And I bet. Her phone line <laughs> is down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just wait. We'll just wait here for a moment. Because yeah. Linden is made at half strength, right? Um, like yeah, versus, like the other ones are one one to one quart, one ounce to one quart, but Linden is half. Yeah, half ounce to one one quart, and yeah, then um, when you do so when you do the rebrew, so strong. Yeah, and then you do a rebrew. Mm-hmm. Ah. So yeah, you, and, and, you, and you drink both. Yeah, so after you strain your first infusion, the first linden infusion, you can take that spent herb and put it into a pan with as like the half uh, like two cups of water. And then bring it up to a boil and put it back in the jar and put a cap on it. And then um, let it brew for four to eight hours or overnight. With just two cups of um, water. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, really uh, slimy and mucilaginous, which is what Susan was saying is that's going to be, like, if you have a history of the ulcerative colitis, then that will be super nourishing for for you. Yeah. Let's see it's back on here. Oh my goodness. She must be really <laughs> having problems calling back in. There is a two zero six number that just called, so I'm gonna try this one. Is that you, okay. Susan? But no. Oh no. Okay, hold on one second here. Hmm. 
Well, another thing that I was thinking while she was talking was um, if you're using any vegetable oils in your in your diet at all, um, such as like can- canola or seed oils or anything like that, can be inflammatory as well. Hmm. It's just um, olive oil and coconut oil. Okay, here she is. Let's see. Hello. Hi, Hi Susan. <laughs> Sorry, I got dropped. Well, you're back okay. with us now. Thanks. <laughs> okay, can you can you hear me now? Yes. Wonderful. Apologies for the coffee. Uh, and city communication here. So, oh, we were talking about um, making sure that I have um, Lyndon and Comfrey um, back in as as being really important in my in my daily infusions. And then, um, but and that the with the Lyndon, I do a, um, an extra a, a second a second brew, and the Comfrey too. And the comfrey too. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And is the comfrey a one to one like the like well, I, like the well, nettle? Go over it again because I know the cut was dropped. It was one of steep overnight. Strip it out. Put comfrey leaves in a pot and add two pots of make your linden infusion half linden flour. A quart jar filled with a drop of oil water, tightly lit, steeped over, and strain it out. Put the linden into a pan with two cups of cold water after you've strained it. Bring it up to a boil, turn the fire off, put a lid on it, and let it steep for four to six hours. Strain mm-hmm. it. Both of the three brews, you can either drink or separately, mix it with the brew. Either way, it's fine. With them, you will swing or viscous. Susan, you, your phone is really choppy right now. I am sorry. sorry to make out what you're saying. What I'm saying. Mm. I'm only getting like parts of what you're saying. Is there okay. a place you maybe you I, can move to? I don't know which parts. I have to switch. To the other phone because um, the one that I was on is telling me that there's no network available. It's supposed to be going out through the internet that that telephone is supposed to be going out through the internet but as I said um, even though it says that um, I do have an internet connection uh, the phone won't connect. Did you? How much mm, of that could okay. you... We heard you better that time, so yeah. Um, now we're hearing okay. you fine. Let's just keep going. All right, let's just keep going with this, and I do apologize. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I appreciate this all so much. Okay, um, so let me ask you: Did you hear me explain how to make the rebrew that you have to use cold water? Oh, so okay. So after I strain it, I put it in a pan, and it needs to be cold water, and then I bring that up to boil, and then stop it. Correct. So you've made a quart of infusion. You strain it, and you put the wet herb into a pan with two cups of cold water. 
Cold. Okay. Cold water. Water is cold because the emollient and mucilaginous constituents that we want are, are more dissolvable in cold water than in hot water. Oh, but then do I still bring it up to um, bring it up to a boil and then turn it off? Turn it off and let it steep four to six hours. Okay. Excellent. Okay. No, I didn't catch the cold. Thank you. And then okay, I can that use it, then I can add that to the main brew, or I can drink it separately. Separately, and you may see and feel that it is more slimy and viscous, which is what you want. Okay. So probably better to drink warm. Or very cold. Or very cold. Okay. All fluids go into the bloodstream in five minutes. Hot liquids take four to five hours. Really? Yes. Wow. That's fascinating. It doesn't quite make sense to me. <laughs> cold fluids into bloodstream. When you're really hot and thirsty, do you want a hot liquid? No. You want a cold liquid, your body tells you, get me hydrated now, get me something cold, because it just pushes into the blood. Mm. The hot liquid, because it's so much more like the body, can linger. And, of course, that's one of the reasons making a cup of hot tea or eating a bowl of meal makes you eat less calories. Hmm. Hmm. So you drink a cold soda pop, you don't notice the calories you're getting. Interesting. Am I again? Yeah, you, there you are. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for your call. Oh, thank you. I look forward to, um, yeah, continuing and calling again another time and continuing to listen and having my mind blown. So thank you. Blessings. Green blessings. <laughs> Green blessings. The next caller is coming from the 608 area code. Hello, Susan. Hello. Hello. Yes, thanks for taking my call. I just have a very quick question, hopefully. Um, uh, I have a a loved one that I I live with who uh, is much older than me and has a respiratory condition. And uh, I'm wondering, should I... You're probably going to say no, but should I take a flu shot um, to protect this person, or um, is that not up to me? So in what way would your receiving a flu shot protect this person? I guess that I'd be less likely to carry it, but maybe I'd still carry it even if I weren't. Wait a second. You would be less likely be less likely to carry what? The flu. You're going to go out and have the flu injected into your body so you'll be less likely to carry it. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I, I guess I wasn't aware of the mechanism entirely, so I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, that's what a flu shot is. They inject the flu. Yeah. They choose three strains of flu that they think might be active in the coming flu season, and they inject them into your body. Yes. Well, that, that's pretty clear then. It, it sounds like uh, my question was uh, um, uh, 
probably not logical. So, <laughs> I understand. It's right. not like it's not like you get a shot and now you have a magic cloak that prevents you from getting the flu. Mhm. Yeah. What any inoculation or immunization is is the introduction to the immune system of the infective agent at a low enough dose or a killed form so that the immune system Mm -hmm. can see it and learn how to react to it because it Mm -hmm. can take the immune system months to figure out how to deal with a virus and that's enough time for the virus to kill you. Yeah. However, the flu shot is like Russian roulette. The flu vaccine has to be made mm-hmm. much in advance. We have no idea mm-hmm. what flus are to be active. It's a best guess. Uh-huh. And I would say protect your loved one by having you both take elderberry tincture or elderberry syrup. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And eat well, I have no, no control <laughs> over what the other person does, but I can do it. So, yeah. You can drink, you can consume more elderberry, you can consume more sauerkraut. Love sauerkraut. And they're it's more both. available to me. There yeah. you go. And so very effective at helping prevent flu. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, that answers my question. Wonderful Thank question. You so much. Thank you so much. Green blessings. Green blessings. Good night. The next caller is coming from the 252 area code. Hi, Susan. Can you hear me? I can. I wanted to share um, my experience with chickweed. I talked to you last week, and I am in the hurricane zone, and we had animals that have our humane society is overwhelmed, and particularly with kittens. And I just wanted to say that I think that chickweed is if there was only one herb or weed left on the earth, it should be chickweed. (laughs) And it will even help the vaginal dryness that we were talking about earlier and the respiratory issues. And for cats, it's amazing. I have these kittens that are, you know, really fighting without moms and terribly undeveloped immune systems. And chickweed oil is solving the pink eye, and I'm doing it transdermally on their ears just to, to boost a little bit. And I'm using it in tincture in their food to stop respiratory and these kittens that were near death in two days are healthy. And I thought, I just had to share that chickweed is wonderful. And it was actually one of your apprentices in Western North Carolina who I learned about it from. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah, it really is amazing. So much for calling, sharing that. All of us, and of course, chickweed is one of the seven herbs that I focus on in my green book, Healing Wine. Well, I'm enjoying all of your information, and um, we are recovering here slowly but surely, and we're learning to appreciate everything that ran up into the attic with us that was important, which is our animals and my apothecary and all of the books and wisdom that I've gleaned from you and others. And um, and it pays off because when you have to stabilize your head again, it's nice to have all those remedies and resources. You are so... so- Right. Thank you. Green blessings. Good night. To you too. Bye. All right. Just waiting for the chickweed to show itself here again. 
been so dry it doesn't want to come back yet. So um, the next caller, and this is the last caller with a question for now. If you have a question for Susan, make sure to press 1 to speak with her. And this caller is coming from the 206 area code. Oh, hi, Susan. Hi. Oh, hi. Um, I, too, wanted to just call in um, with some feedback. I called about two years ago uh, with some questions about pregnancy and anemia, and you had cautioned me about uh, taking iron and uh, had told me about some infusions, and I just wanted to let you know I was taking them uh, on a daily basis, and I just had my blood work drawn, and it's completely normal for the first time in my life off of iron. Um, I'm not no longer anemic. Wow. Huh? Yeah, and um, the infusions that I had in my rotation were the nettles, uh, red clover, uh, oat straw, and um, and then just recently I added uh, raspberry, red raspberry. So what fun! So you've been you've been using oat straw infusion. Yes. And you've been using nettle infusion? Yes. And have you been using comfrey infusion? You know, not recently, um, but that was because uh, I want the distributor here in our area um, it has been out for quite some time, and so I just haven't used that one lately. I just difficulty with getting a supply of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it just infusion. Well, it sounds like you're doing great with your infusion. Yes. Yeah. And I am excited to hear that your blood work um, is showing that you are really absorbing those nutrients very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. Uh, no, no more iron and no more uh, problems from being on iron. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, another uh, question that I had had the last time was regarding, you know, getting periods regular and things like that. So, and all of that um, is normal. And yeah, we'll try for baby number two here. So. Yay! Yeah, so thank you so much. So I just wanted to call in. I've been meaning to call in for a while uh, to tell you that. So I am thrilled that you called. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Big blessings. Good night. All right. The next caller is coming from the 778 area code. Hello? Hi. Hi, Susan. This is Rebecca. How are you tonight? Good. How are you? Enjoying myself very much. Good. Um, I'm just calling you to um, ask you about my um, cramps that I have during my moon time. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have pretty serious cramps once in a while, maybe like every three months or four months. Um, But the last one that I had 
was the worst one that I've ever had, and I was a little bit worried about it. So I was wondering um, if I can get some insight from you about it today. Can you talk about what happened and what it felt? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I woke up in the morning and I went to the bathroom and I noticed that I was bleeding. And after maybe 30 minutes or an hour, I started to have cramps. Um, started to have cramps. And usually if I take a hot bath, it goes away. So I decided to take a hot bath. And But that and day... That, let me interrupt you. At that point when you were having cramps, um, mm-hmm. how, se- how severe were the cramps? Um, that time in the morning, that moment, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Like it wasn't as bad as like, you know, it wasn't severe that I couldn't walk or anything. But it was still a pain in my stomach you, and like under part of my stomach. You were in pain, but you could have, say, gone to work or cooked a meal um i couldn't really do anything it was a painful that i couldn't do anything and i only uh, thing i needed was taking a bath extreme pain already yeah yeah so i decided to take a bath and thankfully okay. that was sunday so i didn't work um so i took a bath but then the pain didn't go away and it started to get worse, and I needed to um, poop. I needed to poop, and um, so I I did it in the bathroom, and but the pain wasn't going away, and I fainted from the pain, and I got up, and I was still feeling nauseous and pain in my stomach. Um, so I needed to throw up, and after I threw up, I went back to the bathtub in my hot tub, but my left hand um, stopped moving. My left hand was really, really hard to move, and my face was really, really hard to move. Um Hello? I'm right here. I'm listening. Oh, okay, good. Sorry. Um, So I was there, and I tried to massage my left hand with my right hand so that it can start moving. Um, And after maybe a minute or two of the massage with my right hand, my left hand started moving. Um, But I was still in pain. And I think how long I was in the bathtub. I think maybe another 20 minutes I was in the bathtub and then I started to feel nauseous again. So I went to throw up and I was feeling really dry in my mouth. So I needed to get water. But before I went to the kitchen, I think I've, yeah, I think it's, yeah, the memory isn't as clear as I wish it was. But um, I fell, I, I fainted again and then I got up and tried to get water, but I was really, really painful. And the only thing I wanted to do really was um, just really sit in the hot water. So I sat on the hot water again. Um, 
and then that I think I I might have threw up again and then that's the when my whole body went really numb and my whole body went to um was really hard to move and um yeah all my senses were really really clear too I could smell so way better than usual and I could hear way better than usual and I couldn't really move from the bathtub so I called my friend and my friend got me and my friend helped me to get to the bedroom and after that I just slept really really had a really deep sleep for like an hour and that's when my pain was gone um, but it was very 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 scary to me so yeah, I was wondering if you did you know. tell me did you tell me a little bit about what your usual diet is, what you usually eat? Uh I eat I usually eat very balanced food. I, I love meat and I drink infusions as well every day. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I eat meat. I take dairy, um milk so, and yogurt and yeah. You eat you eat most everything. You yeah, don't have I, a, I love everything. Yeah. yeah, you don't have a really limited diet for any no, reason. No, mm-hmm. um, no. And this menstrual pain has been getting worse and worse? Um, so interesting thing was when I was in Japan back home uh, during my high school, I was having, a, not as bad as it was last time, but I was having a pretty serious pain every month um, when I was in high school but then I came to Canada and all my cramps was gone for a year and a half I didn't have any pain at all every month and then after a year and a half I think that's when it started again slowly not every month but maybe every six months but then this year I think I've been having every two months severe ones that I throw up or I can't work. Like I just have to stay home, maybe throw up from the pain, take a bath and sleep. But this time, like feeling that numbness whole body was the first time that I had this time and fainted so many times, which never happened before. Very scary stuff. Mm-hmm. Very scary stuff, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. It it almost sounds to me like you had a little stroke. It did. That's how I almost felt, too, after experiencing that numbing my hands and my mouth, or like my face. That's how, yeah, that's how I almost felt. So, who would you usually ask for help in this kind of situation? Uh, for help? Yeah. Um, like, like we both think that it's possible that you had a stroke. Mm-hmm. Who, yes. Who could, you, who could you ask who could check that out for you? Um, when I, I haven't been to the doctor yet, um, 
I don't have family doctor, so I had to find a walk-in clinic here. So I haven't been to the doctor yet, but um, last time when I had the cramps in Japan, I went to see a clinic, and the doctor just recommended me to take a pill every every day. Birth control um, pill. Per, yeah, birth uh, birth control pill. But that's not really how I wanted to face with my cramps, and so I I oh didn't my. do it. And um, so what? So what did you do instead? I what's been working for me really was taking a bath and just really warm my body up and sleep, have a have a long nap. And I thought that was going to work this time as well, uh, the last time that I had my count. But that wasn't working. That Like, none of them really worked for me last time. So that's why I was, yeah, wondering. So, um, here's mm-hmm. what I'm proposing. And mm-hmm. that is that you really want to take care of yourself. That, Sorry, what did you say? You want to take care of yourself. Yes. Yes. But yes. in saying no to what the doctor wanted you to do, mm-hmm. you didn't you did not replace that with anything else. No. You just right, said I'll treat the symptoms. Mhm. And that'll be good enough for me. But the symptoms have getting worse, and that is why treating the symptoms is is often not enough. Yeah. And I think that that's what you've come to here, is that what seemed to work isn't working working so well for you now. Yeah, it is. It was not, yeah. You haven't been doing anything to actually make your uterus healthier. Right. So here's one thing that you can do that is Mm -hmm. pretty direct, and that is to use an herb called motherwort. 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 Motherwort tincture. Motherwort tincture stops cramps. Yeah. It stops I have I actually I actually made some. Good. Yes. Um when you got that hot water, did you take some? No, I didn't. I I made some but I haven't taken I not yet, so what I think is the more you take motherwort, the less cramps you have. Yeah. So it's a very good idea if you have some mm-hmm. to use it, to use it every chance you get. So it's do not, you take it's it? Like, it's not like we want to put the herbs to one side and use them as little as possible. We want right. to use the herbs often because the herbs right. make us healthier. So when you were sitting in that hot bath, I mm-hmm. would like 
to see the motherwort sitting there with you. Right. And mm-hmm. that you're taking and that you're taking some motherwort danger. Right. Right. Sitting in the hot bath, and that you mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. every time. And my belief, I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but my belief is that if you had been taking mm-hmm. tincture every time, mm-hmm. that you would not have been in that that scary situation. Right. Um, can you tell me uh, how often I need to take motherwort tincture? No, I can't. You'll have to tell me. Right. Okay. Is that a woman with menstrual cramps starts yep. taking motherwort tincture as soon as she is cramped? She feels it's a good time to start taking motherwort tincture. Yeah. Take as a little as helps you get rid of the cramps. So start out with a small dose, and if that doesn't right. get rid okay. of the cramps, then take a bigger dose. Yeah. So small dose could be as little as three to five drops. And a mm-hmm. large could be a whole dropper full. Right. Okay. And then you're out what the best amount Sorry? What's the yeah, the call's really choppy right now, Susan? Okay, sorry. there's also a huge storm here. Yes, uh, it is here too in Canada. So you could take a small amount and repeat that small amount every five minutes. Okay. As you figure out how much mm-hmm. you need, then you can start with a larger dose. So if you take five drops and you have to take yep. it four times, then the next time you could start with 20 drops. Right. Right? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, I see. So I can do that. Yeah, I see. So what I'm suggesting is that if mm-hmm. you think you might have if you think you might have had a stroke, that that yeah. that is something that it would do well attention to. If you think you had a stroke. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. that Medical profession, professional um, could tell yeah. you whether you actually had a stroke and what might be going right. on. It might mm-hmm. be isn't part of of your menses, but that it just happened at the same time. I don't right. really know, and I, mm-hmm. you also think that there's a possibility of a stroke, and what we're both honing in on and reacting to is the paralysis, mm-hmm. of course. Right. So take care of yourself. I want you to take care of yourself. I want you to be well and to get all mm-hmm. of the help you need. And I mm-hmm. I don't have the equipment or ability to tell you whether or not you had a stroke. Right. Okay. Okay. But um, I'll probably go see the professional um, a doctor maybe in my day off and ask if it was a stroke or not. If if they have an easy test, that would be mm-hmm. 
something to do, and again, simply because both you and I thought, hmm, mm-hmm. this, this could be the symptom of a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm so glad you called, and mm-hmm. um, of course, we're all very interested in what is going on with you, and keeping in touch with us um, is a good yes. thing. We appreciate it. Very okay. Much. All right. Yes, thank you so much, Susan. Thank you for calling. Free and blessings. Good thank night. you. Blessing. Bye. Well, we don't have any more callers with questions, but it does look like our guest has arrived, and since it's so close to the interview, I think I'll just right. put it through. Hello, this line is so choppy. I'm only hearing like every other word. I'm sorry, we are having some Should I call in again? Yes, yes. Okay, I will hang up and call right back. Susan, would you um, mind calling in? Could you try your other line? Because we're getting a lot of feedback now. I have been trying it so long. Okay, so let's bear with us for a few moments while Sherry and Susan both call back in. And let's see, here is Sherry. Hi. Hi, Sherry. How are you this evening? I'm good. I've been listening to the show, and I have a suggestion for the girl who just called in. We have a computer program that can tell her what hormones are involved, whether or not it was a stroke, and it's um, a test by listening to her voice, and I would be glad to do it for her if she wants to get in touch with me. Sherry, she's still listening. Thank you. What a gracious offer. We have Sherry with us, and Sherry Edwards is the acknowledged pioneer in the emerging field of vocal profiling using bioacoustic Accused of being too scientific by some and too esoteric by others, Sherry sees herself as a bridge. She does leading-edge research, which shows that the voice is a holographic representation of the body. And what Sherry wants to do is to use practice of medicine. Her intention is to demonstrate how the present system of health by governmental opportunity for express our needs and emotions and words offer specific information that we possess limited awareness of all of this. Profiling can tell us that the motivations, the, the foundations, the 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 things that we value in our our struggle to have personal freedom. Can you imagine a future which interest based biomarkers contain within the 
our world healthy? Well, you mention that future after listening to Sherry Edwards tonight. Vocal profiling software has been developed that can use the components of force to create a matrix of information. Not just the information we can see, but information that is hidden and hidden intentions as well. Buckminster Fuller once famously said, in order to change something, don't struggle to change the existing thing. Just create a new world and make the old one obsolete. Welcome to the show, Sherry. Thank you. I'm having trouble hearing you. All right. Well, we'll just let you mostly talk. <laughs> okay. You want me to just start out about what vocal profiling is? Perfect. Okay. Well, I have um, an unusual talent that as people speak, I can see colors from their voice and I can hear things that other people don't hear. They've tested my hearing, and my hearing is much like off the scale, like dog whistles. You don't hear those, but the dog does. And I'm hearing something besides the words that you're speaking. I happen to think that this talent to hear this has been uh, bred out of us, so to speak, in that one time we could all do this. We all knew the nuance of what was happening with the words. So as I was growing up and and was doing sounds that helped people and stopped blood and all kinds of crazy things that I didn't understand, we began to study this in a, a way to bring the esoteric and the science together. And now we have a big research institute that we can put a microphone in front of your face and we can tell what's going on with your body. Uh, last week we had a guy come in, his diagnosis was, you're just getting old, and he's having trouble with his balance. And when we put him in front of the computer and took a like a 30-second sample of his voice, the computer came up and said, you're not processing iron well. And so we looked it up on the computer. I didn't know this, and sure enough, a lack of iron metabolism or iron doing what it ought to do can make people unbalanced. And so we looked at his iron. We gave him the frequencies that he was missing to use iron, and he could end up walking well. Well, not you know running a marathon, but it's certainly better than it was. So your voice has information in it that tells you what's going on with your body. And we used to trust our doctors to tell us what was right and they used herbs and um, talk therapy and anything else they could use. And now it's take a pill or get an operation. And I really think we have lost a lot of our ability to use natural substances, um, oils and herbs, to help ourselves because we depend on pharmaceuticals. And so what we're doing is giving people back the ability to take care of themselves. We're providing tools and software and online classes so that they can learn to take care of themselves. Like the little girl just on the show, she can go onto our portal, soundhealthportal.com, and leave a vocal print, and we can run it through the computer and find out, was it a stroke? 
uh, is there heart damage? Is there troponin? Are there biomarkers that would tell us if this is hormonal? What's really going on? It, she just sounds so perplexed, and so does her doctors, about what is going on. Is it prostaglandins? Is it progesterone? The computer will tell us. There's 250-some different programs, and it'll go in and say, here it is, and this is what the issue is. And we hand that to her, and she can take it to her doctor, and hopefully she can get well. I love it. That is fantastic. So she goes to what website? Could you tell us? Say it again. What website? Soundhealthportal.com. P-O-R-T-A-L portal.com. Go under campaigns. We have a campaign there for the California people that were all in those fires. They can give us a vocal print, and we can tell them what those fires have done to their lungs and what nutrients or herbs they might need. We have one for Gardasil, one for PTSD, one for fibromyalgia. We change them out all the time. But these are free for people to be able to support their own health. So people can go to the that portal and leave a voice print, and you will get back to them and tell them um, basically what's wrong and offer them suggestions as to how to make that better. Well, I don't know if if they're going to offer exacting suggestions. They usually use these as management reports for them to take to their wellness provider because we're not okay. allowed to give I, any information. I wondered because I thought you said, you know, that he wasn't using iron, and so you told him what he needed to to use to get his body to maximize iron. Well, he or, came to our lab. So there's I, a difference in doing it online that just gives you a report and coming to the our laboratory in Ohio where we do a full evaluation and put you on camera and scan you and that kind of thing. But the little girl that was calling before, she needs a special evaluation because when you go into the portal, say, do you want PTSD, do you want nutrition, muscles, what do you want? And they pick one, and then the computer gives them a report. But with this uh, girl that called, I'll have to go in and run her through all 250 reports and ask the computer which one we should look at for her. So hers is a little more extensive. I understand. Yes, it does sound like it would be far more complicated with that. Um, and, and you go through all of that, then it very well could be able to pinpoint uh, specific uh, biomarkers and that's what they would look for as well, that would indicate that there has been stroke activity. Yes, we would look for troponin, or uh, the computer will tell us if it's a stroke or if there's residue for a stroke. The body runs on frequency. The brain is a central processing unit, and it sends all these frequencies all over the body through your neural network. And when those frequencies aren't working well, the computer will tell us. And it's all in your voice. Uh, Think of this like young men going through puberty and their voice changes 
in response to hormones. Well, we just learned what all of those frequencies from the voice mean in terms of nutrition, amino acids, muscles. We just did a big project on stem cells. I think that's going to be a great one to help the body not have to age um, in a way that's being caused by our environment and bad food and bad water and bad thoughts and bad sex and whatever else is going on. If I understanding what you're saying, it is a vibratory whole, and the voice expresses that. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And we want this for everyone. We do free classes. They're two day classes, and they're free. And we give you the software. That's free, so people can have the tools and solutions to take care of themselves or to start up a business if they want in their community. We think this is the medicine of the future, and we really think it's important that it's in the hands of the people. MIT and the Mayo Clinic and several of the clinics have followed in our footsteps in what we've been doing, but one of the things they're leaving out is they're doing it for themselves and medical research. They are not providing education to the people about this. And I started this 30 years ago because of my special hearing, well, oddball hearing, and I wanted it to be for the people. And I have always put health first. And I see these people putting money first. And I want this to be free and open as much as we can to the people, for the people. Excuse me, for them to take care of themselves and have the tools right there in their hands. Like go to your garden and, and pick an herb. The wonderful things I think about herbs, herbs are several frequencies together, several constituents. They're like a chord in music. And what the medical community has done is take one piece of that herb and make a pill out of it, and it's not uh, compatible. And so there, we're getting side effects. I really wish we could go back to herbal medicine. Well, it's interesting that you say that because I use a music analogy as well. I say that a drug is like going to the symphony and the curtain rises up and there's only one violin on stage, whereas the herb is the whole symphony. Perfect, yes. Just look and, at Foxglove and, and Digitalis and... And our our body, of course, is a, a symphony as well, and this is why herbs can work so well. I am certainly happy that there are drugs, and there are certainly times when people need drugs, and partly it's because people have gotten out of the habit of taking care of themselves, and so they don't really notice that something is going on until it's actually probably drug-worthy. Um, and I uh, see the drug as kind of a gateway back to holistic health, and we're going to keep them alive with the drug until they can get the wherewithal to uh, get a voice print, to change their diet, to do those healthy things that they know they want to do. And the, the computer analysis will guide you, I think, to the point where you can get back to your what's good for you and to be able to feel it. Right now, we've had a lot of people coming in with fatigue, and they don't know where it's coming from, and a lot of them are on statins that are causing the fatigue. 
and we get to look at all of the pieces that the drug caused and help people put themselves back in order with eating right and exercise and, and whatever their body shares with them that they ought to be doing. I think a body who is moving toward health will eat what it needs to eat and pay attention to what it needs to do. Our body is so incredibly intelligent if we would just listen. I agree. And it sounds like what you're doing is making those first steps in listening a little easier. It's letting people get all the shoulds and and ought out of the way so they can feel what they really are. There's so much pressure by eat this and do that and don't do this that we just want people to come back to their, their core, their intrinsic self. Um, I would like everybody to have what I have created so that they can go home at night and say, okay, house, I'm home, what do we need? And the house measures you and says, oh, we need some vitamin A. And then it makes you some carrot soup. So that's that's kind of my ideal of what's going on. <laughs> Chris, it's a common misconception that there's vitamin A in carrots. Oh, there isn't? No. Wow. Is it beta carotene? Beta carotene is the drug. There are over a thousand different carotenes in carrots. Well, I know when my eyes are weirded out and my vocal print says I need vitamin A, I crave carrots. So that's why I put the two of those together. That means that your body is able to take those carotenes and convert them into vitamin A because you've cooked the carrots. I need to listen to your show more. I need more information about cholesterol, too, and how to help people with that. Because we have people who are on these statins, and they run their cholesterol down to like 60 and then wonder why they can't walk around. But we've never found a natural substance for cholesterol by using math. We use math as medicine. So I'll turn this around, and what would you suggest for somebody who doesn't want to take statins but needs to lower their cholesterol. Hi, Sherry. Just wait one moment. Susan's call dropped. She's been having some issues and had to call in with her cell phone tonight and doesn't get very good reception at her house. Okay. While we're, uh, she's mm-hmm. off the air, could we tell people how to sign up for these free classes if they want to? Yes, for sure. Please do. They can go to our um normal website soundhealthoptions.com and there's a class tab there click on it and it'll tell you what you need for class and how to sign up for class how to get a microphone if you want it Um, but we have one class coming up the end of this week and it's on fatigue and I think there's some room in it but we have these two day classes every month for people who want to get started in this and we do it because we have to our health is in such chaos right now of people not knowing 
what diseases they have or what medications they should take or what this, this, and this, um, that we just want people to find some options for themselves. And we can't, in good consciousness, charge them um, for what we have developed because we just we want to give it away as, as long as we can. And I know that's crazy, but that's kind of what we want to do with it. And we I, have? I'm curious. I'm curious, com- coming from uh, my personal. Uh, do you use sound as well as using vocal profiling? Do you use sound as like a therapeutic um, tool? Yes, we give people back frequencies. We had a lady come in uh, that had a shoulder that she couldn't lift, and it ended up being her subscapularis. And every muscle runs on a frequency. So we gave her the frequency of the subscapularis, and then she could move. We artificially send it through the skin, and it sends it back to the brain. One of the things, I I did an evaluation on your voice when I was listening to one of the other shows. Do you want to know more about it? I would love to know more about it, yes. You have an incredibly strong sense of justice when it comes to protecting other people. It's really high. Normal is 42 and you were at 89. This just comes from the computer program. That's free for everybody on the site. They can just go to the Sound Health options and download uh, this software, and they can download radiation software, um, nutrition software, muscle software, and use it. And the other thing that you sort of have a learning curve about is a balance between perception and action. Do I go with my foundation of what I have learned from my genetics and my family, or do I go with what I know I need to control? And that's kind of a lesson for you right now. Hmm. I I could click this. Let me see if I can... I don't know your name. I just know you as Susan's daughter. I'm actually not Susan's daughter. Susan's daughter does. Um, she does introduce the beginning of the show. And is that what you took the vocal profiling of? Yes. Or of my... Oh, okay, yeah, so, that's Justine. And that totally makes sense for Justine and her name is Justice, too. So. <laughs> okay. How that's wild. Yeah. It? it was from last mm-hmm. week's show. Yes. Do we have Susan, um, Susan back Susan, are yet? you back on here now? It looks like your call is here, but we're not hearing you. Oh, she dropped again. Well, we could talk about some interesting things that we have um, just done with people. We just created a computer program for stem cells, if people want to be a guinea pig for that. And we also just, I don't know if the show's, Uh, doesn't want political things on here, but we did a computer analysis of Kavanaugh, the guy that's the uh, Supreme Court. And so that's up on our site under um, In the News. So it says whether he's telling the truth or not. And I'll just leave it for you guys to, anybody wants to go read it, G-H. I misspelled daughter T-E-R Okay and I'll put her name in Justine I'll send this on T 
to Susan. Um, okay. On, so I'll send that to you, and people can look at different profiles of who was sick or how we help them or um, what we do for people who come to our lab. But our best thing that we want to do is just teach people to do this for themselves. We think they knew how to do it in the beginning. We think this is just an ancient um, talent that we somehow forgot that it's it was a mystery school kind of thing um, after a while because nobody, the people in charge didn't want everybody to know it because it was powerful to know how to heal yourself. And so is this a a new medicine, and we think it is, or an ancient mystery revealed? And it's a new medicine because we've been able to break it down into math, into frequencies of math. Everything is a frequency. Color is math. Herbs are, are a frequency. Herbs are f- color, um, sound. Everything is a frequency and we can match things up, like if people need, or they can't open a jar, their thumb is weak. We know that they probably need zinc because the frequencies of zinc are the same frequencies as that muscle of the thumb. And so we've created all these charts for people. So if this part of the body is weak, this is likely the nutrient that they need. That's so excellent. We, Am I back? Oh, you're off? back. Yay, I am back. Hooray. Yes, I've been able to listen to almost all of what you've said. Oh, and you sound, the connection's great. The connection is good now. Well, how wonderful. That's great. So I think that you have been able to influence some medical protocols with what you're doing. Is that true? Yes. We can help people recover from stroke, get their voice back, get their movements back, Um trauma, a motorcycle, car trauma. We can help Uh them get their muscles moving again. There's a lot of videos on our site. One of the miracles of non-medicine, because we went to the FDA and they said, that's not medicine. So miracles of non-medicine are a lot of the doctors who work with us, and when they get stumped, they send their clients to us. How perfect. So they they know you're there, and they know how to reach out and to say what you know what does your ability to read the voice and I think what's really important, and I think it can't be said too much is that that Sherry is not just saying this is some special skill that she has, but she's saying that she has actually been able to engineer her skill into a computer program that anyone can learn to use in their own home. Is that what you're saying? Yes, with a few exceptions. It would be hard for somebody blind to do it because you're using a lot of computer screens, but we allow anybody that's handicapped to have a helper with them so they can uh, help them learn to do the class. And I teach this class just out of pure laziness because I don't want to do all the work. (laughs) Well, that is certainly a pure emotion. <laughs> I think I think that pure laziness is an excellent thing for us all to indulge in if it means 
that we share more. I look at this as a great big family, that we're all a cell in in Mother Earth. And I'd like to see us all become connected and balanced, and I think the world would be a better place, but that's just my rose-colored wish. <laughs> uh, well, life as it exists is um, dependent on imbalance. Balance, in fact, is the step that leads to death. Wow. You think we learned from unbalance and bringing ourselves back into balance? A a dynamic disequilibrium is what we're talking about. Please breathe in. Now you are in perfect balance. Stay that way. No, you can't. You must breathe out. Dynamic disequilibrium. The in-breath and the out-breath are not balanced. They're not the same. They're not intended to be in balance. They're intended to be in dynamic disequilibrium. We notice the nights getting longer and the days getting shorter. Dynamic disequilibrium. It's what makes life possible on any planet is dynamic disequilibrium. I love it. It just... Like people need full-spectrum light, I think they need full-spectrum sound. And they need full-spectrum emotions and friends and community and environment. Absolutely. Now, sound pollution can be very difficult for people, yes? Absolutely. You know, there's even some stem cells that the body has developed now that will help put the body back in order so that it can defend itself against electrical pollution. I just decoded those the other day. I was uh, in awe that they even existed now. It was incredible. The earth is a very large electrical generator. The human body generates electrical fields. So, of course, we know how to generate both electrical fields and protection against electrical fields. Well, some people can't do it very well, and they end up on our doorstep because that's one of the hardest things. Um, But we love giving people the frequencies that they have in stress. We test them with biofeedback equipment, and sometimes they just laugh ridiculously with this relief. Sometimes they cry. Sometimes they can get up and walk. Sometimes they can talk again, and it's just incredible to get to to watch that happen. I wish that for everybody, but look what would happen. If so nobody these, these what? are people these are people who've had a stroke and they come to your laboratory and then in your laboratory you are able to scan their voice and to tell them what part of themselves needs what particular nutrient like Weak thumb needs zinc, or weak eyes need vitamin A. Yes, but we can't say, you need this. We can suggest that other people like you in the same situation was helped by this. Because we're Mm -hmm. still experimental. We don't know all of the answers yet. We're still looking. And then when you say in the laboratory that people are able to get up and walk, is this just from being told what they need, or 
is this after they take something that they need, they're told that other people have found zinc useful and they go out and, and eat foods rich in zinc and then come back and say, look, I can walk? Well, with some of the people who couldn't talk before, we give them the frequencies that their brain needed. We entrain the brain to be whole so that the body, the brain can give the body the signal that it needs. And we have a specific program for stroke victims who've lost their voices called Revoice. And it works. It's, it's, I can't, I don't even have the words to describe what an awesome experience that is to watch. There's a lot of videos on our site. Miracles of Non-Medicine, a lady that had a lot of uh, fibromyalgia pain and she doesn't anymore, a lady that couldn't talk and now she can. It's incredible to see. I must tell you that about 15 years ago, I received in the mail a vial of vitamin O and a 300-page book of miracles even exceeding those that you have mentioned to me by people taking vitamin O. And what was in that bottle was saline solution. The power of the human mind is incredible. Well, when we give people the wrong formula, the wrong frequency, it doesn't work. And when we work with comatose people or babies, we have to get the right frequency to make it work. But there's probably something very real in the what they call the nocebo, that, um, the placebo and nocebo kind Correct. of um, biochemistry that goes on in the body. But mm-hmm. we've convinced ourselves in working with comatose people. We, we had a lady that was totally comatose. They didn't know what was wrong with her. We took her vocal print, and it indicates she was bleeding in her um, spine, and she was. And they and wouldn't have found it. And that was a vocal print from before she was No, I cheat. I can hear people's sounds, so they don't have to talk to me. I can do it from a picture. I do that with animals. That's the talent that I took and knew that it was going to die with me, so I created a computer program that can do it from your voice. But I can do it just from a picture. And I just looked at her and knew, and I... I do that from babies. I've I've done it for babies that can't even cry in their in their little incubators. So we I just try to hide that sort of um I don't know what it's called. Um it's a it's a talent, a God-given talent, but it scares people that I can do that and I can't duplicate it for them. So that's why I created the computer programs to share so that it, when it, it won't and die. Sure, I'm going to have to say goodbye because it is a blog talk show and they're going to cut us off in a few seconds. This is Susan Weed talking to Sherry Edwards. Give us that website once more. Soundhealthoptions.com and soundhealthportal.com. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Justine. Thank you, everybody. Green blessings. Good. Thank you. Good night, everyone.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.